Well, welcome back to the Trinity Church Waxahachie podcast. I'm your host, Rob Price, along with our lead pastor at Waxahachie, Lennon Nolan. Good morning to you, sir. Morning, Rob. How are you, sir? Good Tuesday morning here. What a great message as you launched uh, a new theme, a new series called Change the Map. Yeah. I understand the entire campuses across the Trinity family are doing this. So that came from the the head man, Pastor Jim, right? It did. It did. There are there are certain times a year. He's a great he's a great leader to serve under because he is the he's the very definition of an inspirational, non-micromanaging leader. But there are certain points in the year where he's very much like, hey, let's all march and step on this. And missions month is one of those. And so uh this is gonna be awesome. When I was at a church in Indianapolis, Indiana. November was also our missions month. And it just seems to be like the right time of the year because people are thinking about giving for next year and it's, you're about the Christmas holidays and you're in the right spirit. So uh, missions is a, it's a part of the DNA, I think of Trinity church. And so it's a good time to stop and just focus on that. It, it really is part of the DNA. And that sounds over, that sounds silly maybe because it isn't the DNA of all churches, but here's what, here's what I know. Unsafe people aren't going to remind us to think about them. You know, the rest of the rest of the world, you know, who doesn't know Jesus isn't thinking like, hey, we'll establish churches. Please send somebody to us. Um, it really is honest to have the heart of God to pray, to dream big dreams for extending his kingdom and funding workers. You know, you know, this Paul said, how can they go unless they're sent? Mm-hmm. And so what a privilege to be able to send and to be able to help. A question for you as, as our as our lead pastor on this campus. Um, I want to put you on the spot for a second here. And that is, I believe every church has a specific assignment in that particular community, that city, wherever, that, that that region, with gifts and talents that the body is given. So what do you think is the unfolding local revelation, the distinctive marks, the mission, if you would, of Trinity Church Waxahachie and in, in, in mm-hmm. how it's different from our Cedar Hill campus, our Bishop Arts campus, yeah. the Catholic Church across the street. I call it the local revelation. So it's, yeah. Yeah, what, what is that in your, in your heart? Yeah, I think, great question, Rob. This wasn't in the notes. Good job. No, I, I think that for, for me, the distinctive, if there's a distinctive vision for our campus, it is that we will lean into empowering the average Christian to do the Great Commission. Again, perhaps sounding overly simple, but if you think about it, right now we have 17 life groups on our campus, right? And we emphasize that each of them do some sort of outreach, not just as a campus, but on their own through the course of a semester. Now, just where we are right now with that number of life groups, that is a tremendous number of unique reaches into the community. And so to me, that's kind of a, a the opportunity of a unique imprint into the campus, not just simply that we do big events, um, but that we have tons of small, intentional, let's get outside of these walls type things. So that when it comes to missions month, uh, we're again, not just funding those who do things for God out there, but that we remember what it's like not to already be a part of what's going on in here, because in our own community, we're getting involved in all sorts of little ways everywhere. And so the notion that every believer in our church that would be a part of a life group that they, among that unique group of friends, would have some sort of unique entanglement in the community where they are making a difference. And so, Awesome. I love it. Well, let's talk about friends for a second because we have a big announcement coming up. Talk to us about Friendsgiving 
November 20th. Yeah, this is just, we were looking for a way to, we're looking for a way, one, to, to of course, be invitational that day. But number two, again, how can we bless the community outside the walls? So what we're looking to do is that particular day, the giving aspect is we're encouraging everybody to bring a bag or bags of canned goods to the church. And what we're going to do is um, the Salvation Army at this time of year is incredibly busy. Uh, they have, again, we're in a recession. I was talking to one of their staff members, the branch right down the street from the church, Rob. So we got a Salvation Army about half a mile from the church. And what they were saying was that in particularly, in particular, because of the recession, uh, the number of people living on a fixed income, that fixed income doesn't go nearly as far as it did. And he said, so the demand on our food pantry is every bit as high as it was during COVID. He said, this is huge right now. So that day, uh, we are going to do a food drive for the Salvation Army. The fun aspect of that is that everyone who brings a can gets a ticket into a raffle for a few different gifts. It's also Friendsgiving, where if you bring a friend, you get an additional raffle uh, ticket. Your friends get a raffle ticket. And so the you, prizes include some pretty good swag here. Yeah. $300 Amazon Christmas shopping spree. Yeah. You know, um, it's, Christmas is going to be tough for a lot of people this year. And um, yeah, I think that'll be that'll be awesome. A $300 Christmas shopping spree. AirPods. Everybody loves some AirPods, Rob. And pies from Bittersweet Bakery. Yeah. So we'll have have some tiered prizes right there. We'll do those drawings in service. It's going to be a world of fun that day. And of course, we're going to be connecting it with the mission of God. And so what I can encourage you on, friends, is that if you bring a friend that day, uh, that will be one of the days where they hear a very clear presentation of the gospel. What better thing could we give that day than a very clear presentation of Jesus and invitation to give your heart to him? So before we move on to the life group notes, was there anything in particular that you would like to reflect on and add more content to the message you gave on Sunday? I was talking with Crystal after church and um, she was mentioning the C.S. Lewis quote that we read from Mere Christianity. And C.S. Lewis is not an author of the Bible, but she said, whenever you were reading that quote, I could hear people kind of kind of gasping. And it was just this thought of, um, you know, we read that quote in the context of, those who would ask, if God is so serious about people believing in him, why doesn't he just appear to everyone at once, yell at them, I'm real, everyone will fearfully get in line, and then no one goes to hell. They all go to heaven. And so that quote from C.S. Lewis, where he talks about God invading so visibly, and he says, when that happens, it is the end of the world. When the author walks on stage, the play is over. And so whenever he goes on and he says, it's no good saying that, hey, I'm willing to lie down now when it's impossible to stand up. Isn't that powerful, Rob? It was Rob? awesome. It, it, it very much That is. was me gasping at that point in the service. Oh, man. It's probably me. Today is the day of salvation. That's that's the idea. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. And so just this uh, this burden and blessing of trying to be an ambassador for Jesus to woo and win people into the kingdom, which is ultimately done by the Holy Spirit, but he has... He has um, set things up in such a way where we are partners, my friend. So this week for our life groups, uh, we're going to be talking more about Sunday Sermon, Change the Map. Uh, anything you want to talk about this first passage that we're going to be having in our notes from Philippians 2, 1 through 11? Well, this um, the notes this week are brought to us courtesy, 90% courtesy of Dr. Bartell. Dr. Reynolds was out for a while, and so uh, giving lectures in Kannada 
actually, Rob. And so, um, so Dr. Bartel prepared some great notes for us uh, this week. But Philippians 2, beginning at verse 1, says, If then there is any encouragement in Christ, if any consolation in love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should not look to his own interest, but rather to the interest of others. So Paul there is is describing the kind of culture of Christian relationships that he wants to see in us. So one of the questions there, Rob, is simply, Paul is saying these things ought to be the character and quality of a good local church. And so pick one of these qualities that you think is especially powerful and why would it be so transformational in a church like ours? So let me put you on the spot, my co-host. I, I think I'd pick fellowship with the spirit and there's several reasons why. One of them is if we could get a group of people all walking in step with the Holy Spirit in the moment. And that means walking in the gifts of the spirit, the word of mm, wisdom, mm-hmm. word of knowledge, gifts of healing, miracles, signs, interpretation of tongues and so forth. I'll give you an example of what happened just Sunday with Brother Bartell yeah. in Sunday school. It was the end of the lesson, and someone, a young lady, raised her hand and said, can you help me understand why Ecclesiastes tells us to remember our youth, but also remember that dark days are coming? If we know dark days are coming, why bother uh, living life? Because it's so depressing. How can we not fall into depression knowing that it's going to get rough later on in life? It seems kind of depressive. And I sat there and said, oh, how's Bartel going to answer this one? Yeah. Because she was a, young, a younger lady wondering, like, all you older guys, help me handle this because you're telling me it's going to get rough out there. Mm-hmm. And Bartel paused and he said, you know what? It's like an accent on a word. Anytime there's a word with more than two syllables, there's always a certain accent. And you have to accent the right syllable for the word to make sense. So in life, you're going to have up syllables and down syllables, but you need both to make the word make sense. And I kind of teased him. I said, yeah, you have to put the right emphasis on the right syllables. Yeah. And yeah. So, and so, and that's a funny way of saying it, but that is nonsensical. You would never say put the right emphasis on the right syllables. Mm-hmm. You say you put the right emphasis on the, on the right syllables. And if you p- do it the right way, then the dark days and the, and the blessing days all mixed together to become God's plan for our life. And I thought, what a great instant word of wisdom. Yeah. And Bartell told me later, he said, Rob, I had no idea how to answer that question until God gave it to me right in that very second, what to say to answer that young lady's question. That's, That's walking in the spirit. It really is. And I think realizing that that is available, that's available to all of us. And so whenever you come to, whenever you come to a gathering of other believers, whether that's uh, the church congregationally on a Sunday morning or going to your life group, uh, realizing that as you were submitted to God and asking him, you know, Lord, if you want to use me in any sort of way today here in the family, um, I'm available to you. And so to do that, you never know. You don't just have to appreciate those who seem to be uh, in your eyes visibly used by the Spirit, but you are one of those. The Spirit is as available to you as anybody. 
And so praying for you, Lord, is there anyone I can encourage today? Anyone that you might give me a word of wisdom for? That's great, Rob. Okay, what's next? The songs we sing. Oh my gosh, Philippians 2, 6, 11. I think I read this one in church yesterday. Yeah. Two days ago, I should say. You sure did. You sure did. And then the question talks about the songs we sing in church are a great way to get themes of scripture deep into our hearts. Do any of the words from this song in scripture remind you of any of the songs you've sung in church. So basically this is called the Christ hymn, the Philippians mm-hmm. two passage. Yeah, Rob. So um, with, with this, it is, you said it's called the Christ hymn. And uh, so meaning that this passage was sung. So who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. So this whole thing, the deep theological truth that they were singing. So uh, what about for you or any words in this song? Do they echo with something you're familiar with? Well, for me, as I think about this passage, one song does stick out, and that is, I'm a horrible singer, but He is Lord, where it says, He is Lord, He is, Lord, he is risen from the dead, and He is Lord, every knee shall bow. That's right. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's like a pull quote straight from Philippians 2. Mm, that we, that's it's, right. It's a great classic hymn we all sing all the time. Yes. Yeah. I love that one. I, I sing that one so much in, in church in my, in my younger days. You know something powerful? about that is um, music, music tends to, have you ever noticed sometimes whenever we feel a certain way, we will go to a certain song that, that tends to kind of drive home our emotions so that uh, if you're a young, if you're a young adult or you're a person who's just gone through a breakup, you don't want to listen to, to Pharrell sing, I'm happy. You want to listen to Keith Urban or somebody else sing about tonight, I want to cry, yes. <laughs> you know, but the great thing about um, songs that sing the truth of scripture is that as we sing those things, they can, they have the power to turn our hearts to think as we should want to think to, uh, to affect our hearts and, and prod our feelings in a direction of, of truth. To me, it's not so much pastor of being like Jesus. My thought is the life of Jesus literally lives in me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to copy paste him. I am letting him, the very breath, the very Zoe, the life of God. That's why I am born again. Mm-hmm. I've been regenerated. So the very, the very breath, the Ruha of God in mm-hmm. Christ Jesus lives in the cells of my body, in how my brain works, in my mindset. So it's as if I get to represent a piece of Jesus to the world through Rob Price. I'm still Rob Price, but I'm Rob Price in him and he in me. It's like fusing tea. When you make tea, you have hot water and you have the tea leaves, but you don't just drink hot water or suck on the tea leaves. Mm-hmm. You put hot boiling water in a cup and you drop the tea leaves. And the old English phrase is you fuse the tea. Yeah. Yeah. You don't make tea. In England, you fuse mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's infused. And so the the, the tea leaves, the, the, the content gets into the H2O mm. and you can't undo it. Right. Jesus literally lives in me and me in him. Mm-hmm. And that that's, that's this whole concept of Paul getting through us in Philippians and Galatians. Like it's literally Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah. Rob, that's a great way to finish. I love that. So before before we close right here, 
uh, because if you, you're just hearing Rob, you can tell this man is a capable teacher. Uh, Rob, if they're listening to this podcast, I think we ought to tell them about yours. And so uh, oh. Rob launched a podcast just a few weeks ago. Why don't you tell us about that? Put me in the spot here. That's right. It, it's called Word Search, Word Search with Rob Price. It's available on all the other major uh, podcast platforms. And I basically am going through in this first year, the Bible studies I've done publicly at Trinity Church Cedar Hill for the last 10 years, where I'm just going through my notes and I'll extrapolate and make other comments and remarks, but I want to get the content out. I love the live room. I'll keep doing it. But I also think using the medium of podcasting mm -hmm. to deliver sound, I hope hopefully sound Bible studies yeah. will help the body grow. So yeah. it's called Word Search with yeah. Rob Price. Good day, Rob. Why don't you close us out? Father, we thank you so much for our pastors leading us in uh, a great a great move of God here at Trinity Church Waxahachie. And we thank you for his heart, his mind to, to serve the body. Pray for this whole missions month ahead, change the map, that you would change our hearts <laughs> as we change the map. You would give us eyes to see and ears to hear that the world needs you, Jesus. And that they're, they're not going to, they're not waiting for us to come to them. We have to go to them with the gospel. So get a hold of our wallets, get a hold of our hearts, our energies. You bought us, you own us. Our life is yours. We, we are your people, Lord. So use us this month. Thank you and praise you for all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Rob. God bless you guys. Take care.